Hi guys, Jack Spierko here with episode 8 of the Modern Deist Podcast. Um, today is an interesting one. This is something that, that a person actually listens to my, my regular podcast, my full-time business podcast, which is on self-sufficiency and self-reliance and liberty and things like that. It's called the Survival Podcast. Uh, asked me long ago when they found out I was doing this Modern Deist thing. And the question was pretty sincere, and it was, how can deism make a person a better person? How can it assist with becoming a more moral and upright person? How can it guide us there? And this is a person who fancies themselves either agnostic or deist, um, but can be honest when you look at something like the Christian faith being practiced the way that many Christians do. Yes, there's abuses in any religion. Yes, religions are used to control people. I, I completely admit that. But you, if you look at people that are truly in service to their fellow man and use Christianity as the door by which they enter that service and they pray to be better. And we kind of talked about this in the last episode with prayer being effective, even if it's not magic. Right? Even if God's not doing it, that if we pray to be better people, we'll be better people. And if you look at the basic commandments of, of Christendom and Judaism, by the way, um, and you, you, you take out the kind of stuff that's specific to the religion, like you will have no other false gods before me and, and keep the Sabbath holy. And we could even bring that one back in a second. But you just take the basics that are actually kind of straight out of the Egyptian Book of the Dead, of not stealing, of not coveting. And if you if you take those things into your life and you, you study Scripture with the viewpoint of I want to be a better person, that in general it does make men into better men and women into better women. And that's, that's a factual thing. Now, there are things that they maybe accept that we don't or want in the world that we don't want or try to keep out of the world that we do. We may have serious issues with many, let's say, born-again Christians' views on things like gay marriage. Most deists could give a damn that two guys or two chicks decide they want to get married. Like That's not my business. It doesn't hurt you. So we might take exception with those individual things. But on a, on a macro viewpoint of do these people generally, are they the first ones that are out you know, helping someone in the middle of a disaster? Yeah, they are. They are. Are they the ones that are always doing something to help others? Yes, they are. So what this individual was asking me is, Even though I don't believe that what they believe is right, when I look at it, the, com the, the thing that's compelling to people with religion is it can make your life better. And the world is full of people who I was down and out, I was on drugs, I was rock bottom, I was a crack whore, whatever, and I found Jesus Christ and I turned my life around. And even if we believe that's placebo effect, it in fact worked. If you had cancer... And I told you you were going through special radio frequency therapy, and it created some sort of placebo effect, and all your tumors went away. In the end, you wouldn't give a shit that it wasn't real. You'd give a shit that your tumors went away. Right? So it doesn't matter whether it's real or not. It's still compelling because it works. So does deism offer us anything like that? I think it does, but maybe we have to work harder for it. It puts us more in, in, in the realm of, you know, how does an atheist become a better person? It's not like atheists are shitty people. In general, I have found most atheists and most agnostics to be fantastic, morally upright people. 
Now, they may have issues with what is moral in regard, again, like to certain issues with people in religious faiths. But in general, most atheists, other than their political views, because that's all over the map, that, that's anywhere from anarchist to, 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 to full-board socialist status. It's like, it's everywhere. But in general in their lives, they don't want to interfere with other people's lives. And they don't go out of their way to harm anybody. They don't steal. They don't take what isn't theirs. They don't go punching babies in the face. But yet, all men, all women, when I say men, I mean humans. All humans have weaknesses. Where we fall morally short of what we want for ourselves. Not just what society expects of us. We have innate within us, and I believe it is part of our creation, a moral code that creates something called remorse. That's why I believe that like the psychopath, the sociopath, is, is physically damaged in some way. Now, it could be from birth, but I believe there's a wire crossed that's not working right. When a person can commit harm on someone else and feel no remorse, there's something wrong with that person. That is not a normal condition. We have that feeling, and that remorse allows us to go, even when it's not a big thing. I did not handle that as well as I, I could have. I'd like to handle it better next time. This comes sometimes because there's consequences. To just, just put it this way. There's consequences to being an asshole. You can be an asshole. It's not against the law. But if you're an asshole to enough people for the wrong reasons, then your life gets harder. So there's a consequence-based thing, and that's what keeps most sociopaths from grabbing a hatchet and chopping heads off. Consequences. But there's an internal morality that's, that's equally there for healthy people that are mentally and spiritually healthy that I want to do better. And again, the atheist has this. And if they're right, and there is no God, and there is no spirit, and when you're dead, you're just warm food, and life really did just come up out of the dirt, then it's part of our genetics. And if we're right, then there's something about morality that's written into the code of creation itself. That's what I personally believe. Because I believe it is too powerful for it to be simply happenstance. But it doesn't really matter. It means that all of us have the ability to improve ourselves. And just like when I started earlier, the diet analogy. You have to look at the Christian way or the, you know, the, the, any religion's way is like a form of a diet when you're, when you're evaluating its effectiveness in actually making the person better. They all work. It's just how well do they work and how do they work and what does it require of the person participating in it for it to work to the best end. When I look at that as a deist, I think that what is most important in becoming a solid, upright person that does well for others is an internal discipline and desire to do so. And that consequences are for people in very low levels of that development. So when you have a little kid, for instance, there are certain things you don't want them to do before they're old enough to have internal discipline because not only might it get them into trouble, it might get them hurt. So you might create alternative consequences because the consequences of continuing to your behavior might be getting run over by a car, so the consequences of initiating the behavior is to create another uncomfortable consequence for you 
which means you're you know I'll take away something you have or I'll put you into a position where you cannot get outside or whatever and I'll create a different consequence and until you begin to adapt your behavior the consequences will continue and that's basically how society works if you steal from somebody a small amount of things there's a consequence and the more often and the more you steal the the worse the consequence gets and that in some levels prevents theft or reduces theft because nothing prevents theft it happens But as people grow and mature emotionally and spiritually, consequence gets replaced with internal discipline and a desire to do the right thing for right sake alone. And one not need believe in God for that to occur. Again, atheists do this too. The question we're back to again though is as a deist, can I can I fine tune that? Can I enhance that? And I believe we can. I believe if we look at ourselves as part of the overall creation rather than just an accident of nature then it should instill in us a sense of obligation to on some levels be watchers over the bit of the creation that we can impact not some self-delusion that we're going to save the world or something we're not scientologists for god's sakes But an understanding that yes, I affect this piece of ground right outside of my home. I affect this person that I see every day. I interact with this this plant, this animal, this dog, this cat, this world, people now that we have the interconnectivity of the internet. Which I know that seems like for many people like, well, that's always been that way. If you're like 20, you don't even know a world without it. But being a guy just in my 40s, not that old. You know, I remember the 1980s. There was nothing like this. If I wanted to get a message out like this, each one of these would have to go onto a, a cassette tape and be mailed to somebody. I could never have afforded. The only people that did that were info marketers trying to make money. I could have never afforded to put out this message to a few hundred people that want to listen to it. But now that I can, my interaction with you has an effect on you. Now you decide in what way. But I can do that because I'm motivated economically, which I'm not. This podcast does not make money. It's not really intended to. I have a full-time business for that. I can be motivated by consequence because I can believe that like, oh, I need to do this so that other people will be good, but I'm not because I don't think that my pay grade is that level. So the only thing left to motivate someone to do something like I'm doing right here is a desire to help others. That's an internal discipline to do more for the people and things around you and that is driven innately in this situation by my belief as a deist in a creator and a creation and i think if we are going to do things like i talked about in the last episode like contemplation that i guess is the deist version of prayer of our state and place in the universe basic meditation looking at nature and and marveling in its beauty and our opportunity as creative beings to observe and interact with that nature to improve it and to avoid damaging it then i believe we will be better people morally in all walks of life because we will ask ourselves internally even if we don't think about it a question and that question is is what i'm doing good is it right It's a very subjective question. And two people might answer it differently. But there's basic boundaries of humanity and basic innate human morality, unless again a person's somehow mentally defective, 
that even though there might be ten different things we would disagree on, human beings in general kind of have a common point of demarcation where this is no longer acceptable. This is no longer okay. And I think we can create lives of ourselves with a lot more self-discipline in them. And that self-discipline replaces the need for consequences. And that is the very definition, in my opinion, of improving as a human being. The less I need to worry about a consequence in order to do that which is right, the more I have matured as an individual. Because then I will do things where there is no consequential thing to drive it. So I might not steal from you because of moral discipline and a belief in what's right. Or I might not steal from you because, gee, I don't want to go to jail. Or, gee, I don't want you to catch me and beat the shit out of me. That's consequence driven. But there is no consequence that will drive me when I look out and I see that you are hungry and I say, I should figure out how to help that person get a meal today. Nothing bad's going to happen to me if I don't do it. When I start taking a proactive interest in improving the lives of others. Now, I do think some level of karma is real, and not really spiritual karma, just every action having a, a reaction. And if you help enough people, I do believe, in fact, in the end, you help yourself. But that doesn't drive sustained behavior like that. People don't have enough faith in it, I guess. When we, when we do things like that, it's because we've matured morally as an individual, and we say to ourselves, this is, I can't fix everything, but I can do something about this right now. So I'm going to. And you have to make decisions about where you help and when you help. Because even all the things you can touch, if you, if you did nothing but those, there'd be no time left to do the things that make you able to do them in the first place. You couldn't support yourself anymore. You can't support yourself, you can't help somebody else. You must first be able to stand before you can give somebody a lift up so that they can stand too. So then you have to start making almost Machiavellian level decisions. If I help this person, I cannot help that person. Can't help them both. So how I make that decision is which will do the greater good. Sometimes I might make that decision of which one's easier for me. But the fact that I'm even making the decision, the fact that I'm even seeking to do for another, shows a development past the basal need for consequence-driven decisions. And this is how I view the world as a deist. And I think when I look at myself as part of the creation itself, I am compelled to do so at a higher level. And I think that is, and we'll probably revisit this, but I think that is one of the ways that deism can offer a path toward being a better person. And in some ways, it may be a much better path than what we think of typical religions doing. First of all, I believe it's based on reality logic and reason. But second of all, I believe it requires an admission that it is your responsibility because so many religions and faiths place that burden upon God. I can't do it without God. Therefore, God must do it for me and through me, and therefore my personal responsibility is lessened. As a deist, I don't believe God works that way. And therefore, it's all on us, and we can derive strength from knowing our place in the creation, but it's up to us to do it 100%. And that's something that makes me very joyful in my life in choosing this path. 
Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Remember, you can always learn more at moderndeist.org, and through that site you can give me feedback. Please let me know what you'd like to hear on the next episode of the Modern Deist Podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, just use the comments below.